News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro. The views and opinions on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of WGNS, its management, other hosts, or advertisers. Good evening, everyone. Happy 4th of July. Well, July 3rd, the 4th tomorrow. I hope everybody's having a great holiday weekend and a safe holiday weekend. Um, I'm probably going to go home and start cooking later tonight and uh, may just barbecue a chicken. <laughs> That's the plan. We've got a great lineup for you here tonight. A man by the name of Chuck Isbell is here. Chuck, you got his mic on, please? Chuck, welcome. Thank you. Uh, get a little closer to you, Mike, if you okay. would, please, or pull yeah. it to you. Yeah. Chuck has a very novel idea we're going to talk about. It's talking about, in our residential areas, lowering the speed limit to 25 mile an hour, which I think is a reasonable request. Now, this came up with, with me when we had Morgan Woodbury on, yes, and sir. I believe you called in that, that show. Yes. And... She's in favor of trying to do something about this if she gets elected. Yes. Now, well, even if she's not. Even if she's not, she's going to still mm-hmm. still push for it. Uh, I caught myself, and we live out, as I told you, out South Church. We're out by the Stevens Bend area. Now, the wife and I are in the county. We go through Stevens Bend, and we're out in, in the county. But it's easy to be doing 35, 40, 40 mile an hour, and we've got kids all over the place out there. Uh, and I caught myself. And as I told you just before we walked in, Chuck and I were talking, uh, basketball came out on the road a couple weeks ago. Hit my old car. I didn't think anything about it. But we've got kids everywhere out there. Yes. You know. And uh, we're going to get into Chuck's story here in just a minute, okay? And Zach is on the board. He's going to put us on the air. <coughs> Excuse me. But for right now, my name is Edwin Lee Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. And that is a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And this is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show, and I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Now, you can reach us tonight. You can reach Chuck with your questions, comments, or ideas at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. And you can also send a text to that number, and Zach will be glad to write it down or read it over there for us. Our producer, Zach, will be glad to read it over there for those of you who do not wish to be heard live. And you can also listen to us via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com. And you can watch us on Facebook Live. I think we're on there right now at the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on WGNS. You can also download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. And uh, take a listen to Angela Bingham's program, Simplicity. She's on here every night. She's doing a great job with that. She is on here every night, uh, every Sunday night, I should say, uh, at 6 o'clock. And she's just doing a great job. I think she's been on there about four years. And we do. I do have a birthday today because this weekend marks nine years that I've been doing this broadcast. And, man, has it changed a lot. So and I was telling Chuck, some nights it feels like nine years. <laughs> 
Chuck Isbell, tell us your story, please. How did this all come about? Uh, tragically, you, yeah. you, if, you, if you don't mind, you please tell the story. No, I don't mind. Um, so it was Halloween of 2020, and um, <clears throat> that week, I had, you know, I had a bad feeling about it all week. I actually told a couple of people at work, and Nate was uh, my son. He was 13. He had a he wanted to go hang out with his friends. They had a garage band, and right. Halloween's always been a big thing for my family, right. for my kids and stuff. Kids and, enjoy it. Yeah, and I it was my, with us too. Get yeah. together, cook a pot of chili, and all that good stuff. And I had my granddaughter, and she was she was three, you know, at the time. And um, so I wanted him to come with us and go trick or treating with his older brother. Right. He, you know, I'm 13, Dad. I want to go do my thing. And so he went over a friend of his house, which is over in the Walter Hill area, and they lived off on uh, Cutoff Road, I believe, which is next to Piles Chapel Road. And they uh, had went skateboarding on the side street, and they were coming back from that, and it was uh, right about 620. And then the person that hit Nate... Powell's Chapel Road used to be a road that was 45 and it switched to 35. Right. And so uh, the the person that hit Nate had went through the 45 into the 35 for about a mile or so. Right. Never made the transition speed. And through the police reconstruction, it's, they said that she struck him at 43 miles an hour in a 35 per mile hour zone. Right. She launched him over 130 feet. He went from one telephone pole basically to the next past it he landed on outcropping rocks and he was with two of his friends one was across the street he didn't see it his other friend was right about where he landed and uh, he happened to turn around and watch the whole thing and they were Mm. there with him when he took his last breath and i would like to you know say publicly thank you to the people that you know helped him that night uh there was a nurse he lived a couple houses over he heard the commotion right ran out there started cpr on nate Almost immediately, we because we don't have those questions. Like, if only the paramedics had got there sooner, right? Yeah, you, you know, right. Because yeah. a lot of people have that, and, and, but we didn't have that. You know, right. that guy got tired. Another woman showed up. She she knew CPR. They you know she took over for him. They did it back and forth. Right. It took about fifteen minutes for the paramedics to get there. They took him to the ER. We got the phone call. I lived ten minutes from the Smyrna Hospital. Stonecrest, I think, and then uh, right. we we just got back from trick or treating with my granddaughter. We all took off down there. You know, they put us in a room, and about seven thirty, seven forty, they came in there and told us he was gone. And then we we're like, "Can we see him?" And they're like, "No, he's a crime scene. You can't, you can't see him." Really? Yeah, we couldn't crime scene. Yeah, and uh, so, and then they're like, "You're going to have to call the uh, the you know the Nashville coroner tomorrow because right. they're going to send him off for an autopsy and." you'll have to make arrangements. Goodness gracious. And, uh, you know, and so, you know, I, I have helped plan a lot of funerals, but I never thought I'd be planning. You never thought we, none of of us ever think you'd do it for your your child. Right. And it's like this thing to happen in Texas with the, the school shooting and everything. Uvalde, Texas. Yes. Yes. And, uh, a lot of people have commenting on that, and, and I'm not trying to get into that, but there was, there was one thing that I noticed about that. There was one, um, funeral home or something they were painting the caskets for the kids for what they liked and everything and i and right. i commented on that I don't comment on many things on facebook right you, get, yeah. you know you get smacked but but i was like because i went through that you walk in that room and you see all those caskets and you you have and i turned around to his mother and my right. our other two children and was like 
which casket's him? You know, and there is a horrible silence yeah. Yeah. that it's real. It's real now. You know, right. It's really happening. That's exactly right, right. Yeah. You know, I felt over that situation in Texas, this thing with guns in school and yeah. all that. Uh, but we're not here to talk about that. Yeah. You are in the middle of and have been for a while. Yeah. Uh, keep kids alive, drive 25. Right. It's uh, something. Now, you are not proposing this for interstates or other. No. You're proposing just for residential areas residential. in the county and city. Right. And right. and, and uh, I've had people attack me for this because they've said the interstate. And, right. Yeah. And then they're like, ask, do I get to decide that? We have elected officials. It's already decided. Right. It's it's yeah. or, I don't get a say in it. If I could, I can jump up and down so I'm blue in the face. I don't get a say in it. The, the, right. We have elected officials, and those that's their job to make those determinations. Didn't you tell me that Nashville has already done this? Nashville's already done it about two years ago. Walk Bike Nashville pushed them, and uh, they have several uh, council members, and they um, went through that. Um, I do a lot with Walk Bike Nashville, and I okay. can't say enough good things about them. But okay. uh, about a month or so ago, we went out to an area on Dickerson Road and walked a one-mile stretch right. where a guy was hit in a wheelchair, and uh, the cops blamed him. Blamed the guy in the wheelchair? Yeah, because he was wearing black clothing. Never mind the shiny chair. They blamed the they blamed, they blamed the guy in the wheelchair. And that's the thing we got to get past. we got to get past blaming the victim because people want to yeah, blame names. Americans are good at blaming yeah, things. But they can't defend yeah. themselves because everybody's right. wanting to say, well, it was dark. It, it wasn't. It was 620. Halloween trick or treat time is six to eight. Everybody knows that. It's what it's always been. Sure. You know, sure. right. It, and the night it happened, it was misreported. Somebody, you know, uh, I don't know the, remember the guy's name, but he said it happened at nine o'clock. And, you know, nine o'clock, I was home before eight o'clock. Right. And, and, you know, and I don't make any excuses for it. I was deep down in my second bottle. Right. I mean, like, yeah. you know, I, I went through a rampage through my house. I punched holes in the wall. I mean, I couldn't believe that he was gone. Right. I just, sure. I had just talked to him two hours before because his his mother's friend picked him up because he wanted his friend to pick him up and I said right. no you're 13 there's no way in hell you're th you know right you know your friend's picking you up and right. uh, so and you know I made it I talked to his mom and and I thought I was concerned you know teenage boys Halloween night they're gonna do something stupid they're gonna toilet right. paper a house yeah. right you know steal candy mischief sure typical teenage boy stuff right and and they weren't. And they didn't. They were just skateboarding. They were going back to the house to eat dinner and uh, right. skateboard. They were ready to play music because they had a band. Man, man. I am so sorry. Um, it's been a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Now, Chuck is only going to be with us till about, oh, 825 or so. Ronnie Martin is here with us, and he's on Murfreesboro City Council. And as you know, Ronnie's not running for re-election. We're going to have him on about half past the hour. Zach, if we could, let's go ahead and do our breaks now. We're at 11 after here. Uh, Chuck Isbell is with us, trying to keep the speed limits in the communities at 25 mile an hour, and I think it's reasonable. I think it's more than reasonable. My name is Ed Raymer for the Edmund Lee Raymer Show. We'll be right back right after this. Stay with us. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.burrow.com family legal.com that's
Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. And we are back. Chuck Isbell is with us. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate it. And thank you to all of our sponsors. We appreciate you. Uh, Chuck, what, how, how has progress been on this? I know we're not really happy with the results because I think this is a reasonable reasonable request. It, it, there's a lot of pushback, and I don't want to name the organization, but like right. I, I called them trying to get some information, and they had said that um, for, uh, t- 25 miles an hour is too slow for their neighborhood. That people didn't want to do it, and they I don't asked, realize what I'm, they, they, I'm telling you. Right, and I asked them, plain and simple, what do you do when you see a school zone? Like, oh, I slow down ten miles an hour because sure. I know kids are out there, and I'm like, well, we know there are kids out in the neighborhoods. Like, I live in I live in Laverne, which is right. the north end of the county. We're we're three or four schools short, yes. so when kids line up for school bus, I mean, there may be 10, 20 kids out there. Well, kids get out there early in the morning. They got their friends. They're going to be rambunctious, jumping around, playing. And, and the average speed yep. limit in Rutherford County for residential roads is about forty miles an hour. And I have people tell me, well, my road's twenty five or my road's twenty. These roads have only been built in the last fifteen years. I mean, Rutherford County's right. been here a while. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Um, I think I'm us, and I'm saying in Stevens Bend, and I'm not sure, but I think it's around 35. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and I caught myself doing about 40 through there one day, and I said, yeah. you know, it was it was about a few days after you'd call, I said, you know, that guy's got a point. Yeah, it's easy kids to all do. over the place. Yeah, you know, and I have consciously tried to drive just 25, and I'm doing pretty good at it. Yeah. you know. Uh, it's kind of like when we had to start wearing seat belts. Yeah. You know, you, mm-hmm. you, so if you just get accustomed to doing it. You know, I'm, I'm old enough to remember that. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. I remember when cars were made, those old seat belts. Well, you laid in the back of the window of the car. <laughs> That's exactly right, yeah. But, um, you know, uh, it's 
It's just a reasonable request. Yeah. I don't have. I don't have. I think it's yeah. just a, a novel idea. Yeah. You know. And Triple A has a study for that. Right. And, and it says if you hit a pedestrian at forty miles an hour, there's an eighty percent chance of death. At twenty miles an hour, there's a ninety percent chance of survival. Right. Okay. Sure. So between twenty and twenty-five miles, there's not that much of a difference in it. Right. You know, and that's the thing about it. If the if the person who hit Nate, my son. Right. You know, uh, had been going 25 miles an hour. He may still be here. Right. And the, you know, and you know. Right. You know, I, I right. hear things about this person. You know, I try to be nice about it. Right. You know, yeah. um, but you know, th- this person has not made any attempt to say they were sorry to us. Really. Really. In fact, uh, Nate's Nate's mom had a conversation with her after Thanksgiving. She had found her and talked to her, and the woman blamed Nate for everything that happened. He even quoted that it happened at nine o'clock that night. Blamed your son, but okay. and, well, and we gotta know, get past blaming the victim. Yeah, I uh, I don't have much time for people like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I really don't. Uh, you, you you and your wife have lost your son. I mean, and that's and you know we can buy. I I I've bought plenty of old cars. You know, I yeah. can buy all all those cars you want. They make them yeah. every day. Right, go down to Nissan, look at them, pull them out. Yeah, you know. Well, but uh, Nate was uh, he, he was her only child. Right. She adopted. I was married before, had two children. And she adopted those two right. children. Okay. But that was her only biological child. Oh my goodness. You know, and she she can't have more children, and it's right. like you know, so it's like you know, I like I feel horrible about right. you know because I, I lost I my son, but I mean he she lost her only child. Her only child. You know. We have a caller on the line, Chuck Hooper Peniel, I believe this is. Hooper, are you there? I'm here. Hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? Happy July the 4th, pre- uh, the night before. The night before, July 4th Eve. <laughs> July 4th Eve, yeah. <laughs> I, I, How I'm are just you? Like to, I, I'm doing great. I hope I hope you all are, and I hope you guests uh, are doing well, Chuck. Uh, first, I'd like to say uh, sorry for the loss of your son out there in Walter Hill on a, on a Halloween night. Thank you. I, I met you the other night at the Democratic Forum for, for the commissioners. Yep. And I said, what, you know, the Democrats are going to support you 100% for this. If we get elected, they'll support you 100%. I don't know what the other side will do, but it's a reasonable request. I think it is too, Hooper. I think it's a reasonable request. It is. 25 miles an hour or whatever that speed limit is, is nothing compared to the loss of a life of a child. I have a 13-year-old granddaughter, and if she's out, we live out in the country. Right. But she knows when she goes out on the road there, she's got to be careful because there's no speed limit hardly unless it's listed. But it's 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 really important that this, this this and the signs need to go up. I don't know who would put the signs up. They need to go up. We've been trying to get a a, a deer sign up out here in front of our house for a while. Uh, exactly. Yeah, they're everywhere. You know, there's deer everywhere. Right. And you hit them and you what? can get killed. But uh, I, I just wanted to call in to say that uh, I appreciate what what you're doing and. Uh, I do apologize. I'm sorry for the loss of your child. Yeah. It's uh, important for this to happen. 
and if you need to go to the mayor, we can we can, we can make arrangements to get to the mayor to sit down with him and say, hey, this is what we need to do here in the city or the county, either one. Yes, and it's that's important the, that has happened. And that's the thing about it. Like I, the the county passed a resolution last Halloween for Halloween to drop to 25 or last June for Halloween to drop to 25 miles an hour. But like where Nashville dropped everything to 25 miles an hour, Rutherford County is a little different because we have a county and we have like, I think five main main cities. Right. And basically everybody has to sign off on it. Sure. And so it's, it's more of a battle with that. And I actually need to schedule a meeting with Joe Carr. Um, I've been meaning to do that over the last week because I reached out to him and he said, just set the time up. So he, he has been, um, good with that. Okay. And, uh, and I've talked to Bill, Bill Ketron, Bill Ketron, when they right. passed the resolution and everything. And he was, he was, he was good with that. You know, um, sure. It, a lot, a lot of people were very friendly to my face. Cause all right. The, yeah. You know, yeah. We have put up with that. Yeah. yeah. But then, right. you know, when I walk away, it can be a different story. Sure. But I would, I would like to say that, you know, the mayor of Laverne, Jason Cole has been great. He's been a, a good mentor for me and he's helped me out in a lot of things. And, um, that's it, good. You know, he yeah. really has. And, and it, I know a lot of people know that about him, but, um, I don't know everybody in the County knows that, but everybody needs to know that. Right. Okay. Hooper, anything else, sir? Right. They need to put some teeth in the penalty fine if somebody is caught doing it over in a neighborhood uh, yeah, to, make it, yeah. to make it important. That's exactly right. Uh, it, it, exactly. Okay. Well, that's about all I have to say. I hope you all have a good fourth, and I hope people are safe. And uh, watch out for those firecrackers because they oh can my blow goodness. up in your hand. I'm telling you, that's another thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, you're not going to be shooting a bunch of fireworks, are you? No, I'm not going to okay. be doing anything like that. <laughs> I, I won't even light a sparkler or anything. <laughs> Hooper Penuel, thank you very much, sir. Hope all See is you. well. Thank Take you. Take care. He is one of a kind. He really is. Uh, he's our former uh, head of a... Administrative elections here. Okay. Years ago, before Mr. Alan Farley took over, who's well as they has done a fantastic job. Yeah. That's a that can be a very thankless job, but well, sounds like you got a little support, and I know yeah. if Hooper says it, he means it. You know. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to go to the Democratic Forum in Smyrna right. on Wednesday night. And okay. I invite everybody to go out to that. Um, the biggest thing that I need from this, I need right. I need support. I created a Facebook page for this, and when I looked at it uh, earlier day, I have like 325 people on it. Right. It, it it should should be a lot more people. I only post information on there for what I'm doing in the community. I've done about 20 news interviews over the last year. Right. Most of those are there. Uh, I've talked to the school board twice. Those are there. Uh, anything I don't let anything get posted on. Or somebody posted something on there earlier, I delete it. It's I'm not gonna let anybody bash anybody. Right. Yeah. It, it's just strictly for Rutherford County and 25 miles an hour. Right. That's all it is. Right. I, I don't want people. You know, this the what they posted. It was a noble cause, but it wasn't what this is about. I understand. I let right. that go on my Facebook page, my personal one, but not you know that right. one. Because I, I want everybody to know that's a safe space. Like this, you know. Sure. You know, yeah, because Facebook forward. has become a bit of a, nah, 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 you yes. know, and I, I, I've seen that too. And, uh, you know, if you're doing something like I'm doing, that's yeah. fine. But yeah. you're talking about an issue that is very serious. And, you know, I caught myself, Chuck, uh, I told some folks recently, you know, and I, we're out South Church, in which that's a busy street. 
Okay, there's no doubt about it. We've got, especially on Friday afternoons, and I don't know, I've never figured out where everybody goes on Friday. Yeah. I don't know where they go. But anyway, it's always a busy day. And even Thursday's gotten the words about, about as bad, you know. And uh, there was a truck that was crossing uh, to go into one of the, the, it's the truck stuff, it's the pilot out mm-hmm. there. And I said, I'm not, I'm not going to, no, no, I'll just wait, you know. I said, you know, I'm just not in that big a hurry anymore. Yeah. Because I'm not that important. Yeah. I'm really not. You, know, you see these people pull up to that big 18 wheeler and beep, 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 beep. You know, look, the man has got to cross traffic. It's not going to take but about two seconds. Yeah. yeah. And that's a good point that you made up, too, yeah. um, about being important. Because yeah. I addressed the Metro Council one time, you know, uh, back in the February, and I pointed that out. Like, you know, you need people need to slow down because – you're not that important. But mm-hmm. if you hit somebody... You'll be the important you'll, one. You'll be very important. That's right. And it's not for the reason you want to be. No, it isn't. And and that's... No. Somebody was talking to me about everything that I've been doing. And I was like, if all if I could get my son back, I'd right. run back in the woods. If I could get everything done that I want to get done, I'd run back in the woods. Nobody ever see me again. Nobody ever see me again. You didn't this, ask for this. I did, no. 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 I, I did. And, but... You have two options when things like this happen to you. Right. You know, you can crawl in the bottle and be a broken person. My brother committed suicide almost 26 years ago. And my dad became mm-hmm. a broken person. Right. Just broken. He To the day he died. And, it's uh, a terrible thing to see. Yeah. yeah. And um, But you, there's the other side of it. And you can go through, like, what I'm doing, which is I'm trying to be an activist and right. everything with it. And and I've had and people, do good out of it. Right. And I've had people accuse me of having an agenda. And I'm like, everybody has an agenda, but my no, agenda no, no. is not a personal game. No, ladies and gentlemen, this gentleman does not have an agenda. Okay? There's nothing. He's not trying to take over your life and all that. That is not what he's here for. And let me say this. You are welcome here anytime. Okay? Okay. I, I want you to remember that. And I tell that to a lot of people. Ronnie Martin's out here. He's going to be with us later. It's open to Ronnie. Anytime he wants to come on, he's got something to say. And I have people who will call me up and say, hey, can I be on your show one Sunday night? Because i got something I want to say. Okay. <laughs> All right. And that's fine. That's what we're here for. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I admire you. And I'm so sorry you have to do this. Um, but, folks, this man has a reasonable request. And please slow down in your, in your, in your communities. And that's all he's asking. He's not asking this on any of the main thoroughfares and all that. Yeah. And, of course, there is a reason we do slow down to 10 mile an hour when kids are out there in, in, in the school zone. Yeah. You know. Right. Anything else? Uh, just everybody <coughs> listening, you know, look up my Facebook group. It's uh, Please tell us where we can reach you. It's uh, right. 25 miles an hour, Rutherford County. You should be able to find it. You can always find me. It's just Chuck Isabel. Uh, picture I have on there is uh, Smyrna in the Park. It's me and my son. He's dressed as Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I did an interview for the right. Daily News Journal, and they they said they had a stock photo of me and him. And I said, really? And they they gave it. They sent it to me. I didn't even. I knew the picture was taken, but I right. didn't exist it. Okay. And that was through right. Nancy. I can't think of her last name, but she gave Degener- it. To, yeah. Degenero mm-hmm. or yeah. I forget her name. Yeah, I, I knew I it was D E yeah. something. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, so. Chuck Esbell, he has a very reasonable proposal to go to many of you uh, uh, county mayors and city mayors of all of our respective cities. And by the way, if I can remember when I see them, I'll put in a word for you too. I appreciate okay? it. No. I mean, I've met most of them, gave them my card. I'm sure you have. Yeah. Well, they'll remember you. Yeah. yeah. We're going to let Chuck go. Ronnie Martin's getting ready to come in here. Zach, 
let's go do put uh, do two or three of my ads if you would please PSA and ask whatever Ed Raymer for the Heavenly Raymer Show Chuck thank you again right, I appreciate it. appreciate it and we'll be back with you in a couple of minutes stay with us okay Chuck I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com. FamilyLegal.com. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at CompleteYardCareTN.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Muller's Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks to Chuck Isbell. Uh, City Councilman Ronnie Martin is here. He's trying. He's fighting with a coffee machine right now. <laughs> I guess he thought he'd have to do that when he came up here. Ronnie, you're familiar with everything makes seven home. Yes, you know sir. how it goes. Ed, thanks for having me. Did you did did you get your coffee, man? Uh, Starbucks. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Starbucks on demand at WGNS. Thank you, WGNS, for Starbucks on demand. Starbucks on demand. Okay. Uh, we called mm. Ronnie up because uh, he's not seeking um, uh, a second term. Some things in his family changed, and he decided not to do that, which I think is very noble. 
and you know, I got to thinking. I said, we've got a bunch of people that are running for those three seats. Yeah, you know, and which is good. Which it's is hard good. to get people to do that because it's a tough gig. Right. And what I wanted to ask you, what can these people expect when they first get there? Because it's never like what you expect. Even yeah. though you may have been to a bunch of council meetings and all that, like. How many emails you get a, a week, you know, or a day, you know, all that stuff? Yeah, so, you know, me personally, um, I probably get, if you factor in staff and uh, citizen emails, I get probably 10 to 15 a week. Um, okay. If there's a bigger issue, you know, a more public issue at play or, or being discussed, it can certainly be more. I mean... Sure. I, there are certainly weeks where I've gotten 100 emails. Sure. Um, but the sale of Murfreesboro Electric, yeah, for example, sure. that, that come up. E- um, EMS, any the little major. theater. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you heard that show that night. Yeah. We're, we're going to build apartments there. We're going to build yeah. apartments where the little yeah, theater. Yeah. Sure. Was. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Whatever. No, we're not going to do that. I'm just kidding. No, you're not. Yeah. No, that's. I mean, no. We had all the calls up here, and I should have handled that better. And I, I still owe the mayor an apology on that mm. because they bombarded him. Oh, yeah. And I cut, sure. I cut one of them off. I said, look, you know, these people are good enough to come up here on a Sunday night. After I know it's been busy because Shane's right. a family man anyway. Sure. And he's good enough to give his time, just as you're doing yeah, tonight. Yeah, right. And, uh, you know, you, and people aren't going to call in and, and mistreat you. You can talk about me all you want. You're probably right. You know, <laughs> this man will tell you. He, he's got to know me pretty well yep. over the past few months. <clears throat> and Years now. Yeah, and he know him and Bill Wilson, they know me pretty good. So... <laughs> However, I was at his house the other day, uh, here a while back, and, uh, you know, uh, when I left, I saw him Him and his wife were checking out everything in the in the, the, the silver and the plates to make sure Raymer didn't take anything. I'm just glad you threatened to get in the pool. I'm just glad you didn't strip down to your bikini. So, you know, we avoided a major incident on Live Street. <laughs> okay, we have a caller on the line. Let's go with this thing, please. Caller, go ahead, please. I think you're on the air now. How's it going, guys? I just want to tell hey, you. Hey, Jeff, how are you? Pretty good. I just want to tell you, Ms. Martin, I know uh, you probably a tough decision to step away. But I know you probably got a lot of grief for last, I don't know, four years or whatever it is. But Council, there's a lot of big issues that the city's going to have to face and the, whoever the new county mayor is, whoever we elect here for next you know, month or whatever it is. I know we got early voting come up. I just hope people get out and vote, to be honest. I mean, it was really sad to see. It was about a total of about 15,000 people 15, voted well, in, I mean, in the primary, I believe. Yeah. electorate voting, so I hope more people will get out and vote. I don't know if they will or not, but there's a lot of, you know, local races that, that people need to, you know, not just city races, but county ones too, commission and things like that. Like everybody says, politics is local, so that's yep. where it starts. I mean, the stuff that happens in Washington, D.C. And, and the state, I mean, there's some things going on in the state right now that, that I'm sure y'all know about and things, but... Uh, you know, uh, there's, you know, I mean, that's, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure Mr. Martin had a, a long talk with his family trying to get another term in, in office. But, you know, uh, like I said, I appreciate what you did for the for the city. I mean, as far as, you know, I'm sure you took a lot of grief, like you said, but it's just kind of Thank you, Jeff. Territory. It comes from the territory. <laughs> yes, sir, that's right. That's what you signed up for. You, like yeah, when Lee says, you put your name on the dotted line, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're out, everybody's out there. Yep. Your old skeletons are out when there. you put your name on yep. a ballot, and the man yeah, has he's, he's, he's done it. Right there, but I appreciate what you done for the city, and and I'm sure it, you know uh, whatever you do, the, whatever you do in in the future, you're gonna always look out for 
Marvin's Burn on Kansas Operation Agent Service. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. I have a feeling we're going to see him in a few years. Uh, I, I don't think you're going to go too far. You're not going to stray too far away from from, from the uh, from the courthouse. I think you. Well, I'm you very vested in in Murfreesboro. And, <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, of course, you live downtown. And live work right downtown. downtown and you live over off Manny, around Manny mm-hmm. and Loki. Lytle. 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 Yeah. We've but got it, another caller. We have another caller already. Oh my goodness. Okay. Go ahead, caller. You are on the air live with Ronnie Martin. Go ahead. It is my privilege to speak to the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Ed Ronnie Martin. Oh, I thought you. Oh, okay. Well, thanks anyway. <laughs> I thought you were talking about me. Is this Austin? Hey, Ronnie. Uh, hey, Ed. This is uh, Austin Maxwell. So uh, oh. I just wanted to call in, Ronnie, and, and say first, thank you for your service. Um, you know, any sort of service, volunteer service, public service, it's never easy. And, um, you know, it's just, it's a shame that you're not running. It's a big loss for the city. And uh, I'm sure we have not seen the last of Ronnie Martin in some capacity. I don't think so either. Yeah. So if if I'm fortunate enough to get one of those three seats, one of the first people I want to talk to is Mr. Ronnie Martin. And to pick your Mm -hmm. brain on, hey, what would you do or not do or, you know, what would you watch out for? What would you change? Stuff like that. So it's a, it's a big loss. But, yes, it is. Uh, we got some some great candidates out there, and I think the city will be in good shape. But sure do wish you were running. So thank you, Austin. I appreciate that, and uh, I will give you uh, compliments, my friend. Uh, I, I have been. I did not know you prior to you yeah. running for council, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure you've won the sign contest. I see more Austin Maxwell signs out than I see anyone. So congratulations! I know how hard that is. I know him and Carolyn Cox have got a bunch of them out there. Yeah, I know absolutely. that. Well, so, you know, and well, it, Ma- yeah. well, Madeline Scale said I didn't have enough, and she said if I were you, if I, were I would you. go, I would go put thirty or forty more out. So yeah. that's what I've been well, doing that's smart. All, all day and yesterday. I so. think that's smart. So, oh, hey, Austin, hey, a, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I was, I was just going to add something, Ed. On, on yes, a personal note, I was listening to Mr. Isbell uh, earlier and yes. his story. And yes, sir. I, I think that's just, you know, awful. And I can relate to him in a sense. You I know, know you tonight can. Tonight is the uh, nine-year anniversary of the last time that Claire and I spoke to our son. Um, because he was a 18-year-old, indestructible young man, at least in his mind, who thought he could go out and hang out with the wrong people and do a few of the wrong things and all it takes is one time. So I'll just say to any parent or grandparent, if you've got that 17, 18-year-old knucklehead out there who thinks he's indestructible, call me. Mm-hmm. And I sincerely mean that because right. all it takes is one time and tomorrow will be a very tough day for us on the uh, 4th of July but right. uh, we know where he's at. So much, uh, I'll tell you. That, uh, you know, you and listen to people like Austin and Chuck. Austin, thank you so much. Okay, uh, Austin, you, no, go ahead, go ahead, Austin, please. No, no, I was going to say thanks, and I'm going to hang up and listen to the rest of the show. So, We're going to uh, try and get you some free advice from this gentleman, okay? And, yeah, uh, yeah, Ronnie, I'd love to take you to McDonald's and uh, <laughs> buy, you, buy you anything you want and pick your brain you, for now. You have to wait until so, after I'm no longer this, an elected official, otherwise we're going to... Remember, Ronnie, this is the last of the big spenders <laughs> yeah. you're talking to. 
<laughs> McDonald's? Yeah. What a slap in the face. <laughs> it's not WGNS coffee, I can tell you that. Austin Maxwell, who is also, by the way, a candidate for Murfreesboro City Council. And I think he's he'll do a good job if elected. Ronnie, um, for example, I was asking you, you know, what what can these candidates expect when sure. they walk in there? Because it is different. I mean, you got hit. The one thing that got me with you that I'll never forget, you got struck with that budget right up yeah, front. And you're a banker. Increase. You're used to numbers. This right. is what you do. And you said you'd never seen such a such a contrived thing in your life. I mean, Yeah, well, and so, um, you know, to answer your question, I think a lot of it, what to expect depends on what the individual has from an expectation standpoint right. and so yeah. you know i think that's a little different for everyone um for me it was very eye-opening to see the council um not function the way i felt like the council would function and right. and what i mean by that is um our city manager uh very very capable very competent craig tyndall right and and shane who is a very good mayor right um a large majority of what goes on in the city is driven by those two individuals yes it is and so you know you as a council member you wonder where you fit into that process and so um you know legislatively um it takes four four of seven votes to pass any legislation for the mercer city council and so what would happen a lot of times i would show up to a meeting and uh, it would not have been because of lack of effort or lack of work on my part but you know there'd be instances where i didn't know what we were talking about and what was going on right and so some of that politics comes into play of hey what what are the what's the consensus group wanting to accomplish and who and what might object to something that's going to go on and so this concept of all the deliberation happens in public at the council meeting on tv the truth is that's just not the case uh, can't be there's no way it could yeah, be you can't you, accomplish everything in an hour and a half two you, hours uh, one one what is it, one day a month or well we meet weekly so the city weekly. council meets weekly okay, county meet commission weekly. meets yeah. monthly but um so that you know from an expectation standpoint that was not what i expected right um i think that there are others on the council that that may not bother as much as it bothers me um right. some of that i would argue is because they're some of the ones having some of the communication so they're more in you know the no and you know take austin for example when i listened to him uh he did a great job at the league of women voters forum i listened to him on the radio well, it's very evident that Austin is talking to people inside the city on issues. Uh, Austin is paying attention. Austin is doing some work. Um, but he's also, you know, probably around the right people who understand those issues. Because when I hear Austin speak, um, he very, right. very clearly understands some of the things that are going on. And so if, you know, if Austin is elected... I think he will have um, a great advantage over many in the sense that uh, he is certainly, um, I feel like, being encouraged uh, by the right people and by very knowledgeable people. And so, well, and here's the thing, uh, Austin, and, and I must admit, his wife Claire—that's how I got to know Austin. I mean, okay. Claire, because she was running for county school board. She's on county school board. Okay. They're just reasonable people. Yeah. I mean, they're just sensible yeah reasonable yeah. people you know it's not pie in the sky right they know that right you know 
I mean, you heard what he said. I mean, they've, they've lost a son. Yeah. I mean, Tragic. all their all their children went to public school. Claire's mm-hmm. on the county school board. Mm-hmm. I mean, and doing a remarkable job. Right. And one of the proposals she had, they went twenty one. I mean, to all all they had all it was unanimous. Mm-hmm. They wanted to do it. Now, how many times have you seen that? Yeah, happen? it doesn't happen you know, a lot. I want to tell you something else too that I think not only you but the rest of your. Uh, cohorts on the council you know we've seen things since this covid thing the right. last two years mm-hmm. school board meetings disrupted and county city council meetings, county commission right. meetings disrupted i don't think we, we haven't had any of that not that i know of and so, i mean have you i don't believe you have you talking about the city allowed, council meetings yeah city council meetings there's you know occasionally there is a little bit of that not like some of the school i mean that right. covid yeah. mask classroom uh, testing right. thing yeah. for the schools yeah. that was a that was a tough thing for right. teachers administrators oh, yeah. school board members so you know um that that's some tough sledding and and right. you got to really you, you think about what we do as elected officials um most people don't imagine they're signing up for that sort of thing right you know because we couldn't have predicted that but uh those folks deserve a lot of credit for hanging in there and taking exactly you know taking the punishment and doing it for a cause they love well you know i was out at the county school board and i my hat's off to to sheriff Fitzhugh. Mm. he put the boys out there and said these people have a right to speak yeah you you give everybody a right i think you want to give them three minutes something like that to speak that's fine as long as you keep it clean yes and you know you know, and you, but you can't stand over the corner. You know, ah, sit down. We don't need to hear that. No, he says you will be escorted to the door. Yeah. They wasn't going to start that, and there won't. Be, and they will be escorted off the property. Right. You know, I saw him in Williamson County. It was that's not what we're talking about. Um, we've got a caller on the line, Zach. Zach, we have a caller on the line. Caller, please go ahead. You're on with Ronnie Martin tonight. Good evening. This is Carolyn Cox, and I would simply oh, call to. How you doing? Kind of like uh, Austin Maxwell to simply thank Ronnie for his service. We will definitely miss your voice on the city council. And I'm super excited that there are a number of great qualified candidates that are out there um, that are currently running. And um, I think you're going to leave us in good hands with whatever the city actually decides. So, again, thank you so much for your service and all that you do. And I'm curious to know what's next for Ronnie Martin. <laughs> Carolyn, there's a lot of people that are curious about that. Carolyn, I love the sound of that car you're driving in the background. <laughs> it sounds like a Dodge Charger. I'm not sure if it is or not. but yeah, I don't know what that is. I, I'm, I'm, I'm driving and listening, okay. and I'm like, I've got a call, and no, I appreciate say that. hello. Well, okay. I, I Carolyn, told- thank you. Thank you're you. welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah, Carolyn Cox, another one of our candidates. For uh, Murfreesboro City Council. And let me say this, folks. Austin, Carolyn, Bo, but qualified candidates. And I I don't have a dog in this hunt. As Ronnie will tell you, my wife and I live out in the county. So I can't can't vote for them if I wanted to. But I I certainly, they're good candidates. Ronnie, go ahead and ask a question. No, Carolyn, thank you for the call and um, very kind words. I appreciate that very much. I I was sharing with Ed earlier, and I've told others this story, that um, when I ran for council in 2018, it was sort of on the basis of my children were getting ready to exit the home, and uh, they were all getting ready to go to college and and be away from home, move away. Um, 2020 COVID happened and the institutions, um, you know, um, higher academic institutions like many of the schools, they shut down in, in the process of trying to manage COVID as well. Right. 
So I had um, three of the four come home, and two of the three, uh, one time three of the three, uh, move in, back in with me. Right. And then they transferred to MTSU. So from Chattanooga, they all went to UTC, and then one got a master's degree that he just graduated. Um, But, you know, I did not anticipate when I ran originally that I would have adult children back at home and and the the really cool thing about that is you know when kids are 17 young people are 17 or 18 and they're getting ready to move away they're very much ready for that independence and that autonomy we we all remember i was the same way same way i'm ready to do my thing that's right but when they came back two years later um they were a little different i was probably a little different too but you know they there was hey dad what are you doing tonight you know hey dad uh ron they call me ron i don't know why they call me ron everybody calls me ron <laughs> yeah kids get off on that too, um yeah. but what are you doing this weekend you know can we do this can we do that and i started having to say well i have to work i've got this obligation i've got that right. obligation yeah and you know i'm i'm a little bit ashamed to say that didn't bother me as much when i was 10 years younger um sure. so i'm 47 when i was 37 right daddy are you going to be here well no i've got this and this and this right, right? Yeah. I'm, i got things to do That's exactly right but uh as hopefully uh we men uh get a little wiser as we get a little older uh it was really hard for me to tell them hey i've got counsel or work that i've got to make up because of city stuff that i'm doing that takes away from work and i'm trying to balance all that i didn't want to do that for the next year or two while they were here and so i probably have my daughter is a rising senior at mtsu she'll have a year left Uh, like i said my son just graduated with his master's Um, he is interestingly enough stepson he is going to work at the biltmore um and the winery at the biltmore so he's got a master's in fermentation in north carolina Science. yep yep okay Asheville. and so super proud of him um sure. but you know i plan to go to uh, Asheville and hike and uh, do right. things with him and uh, mm-hmm. you know my daughter's here and so I'm going to spend that time with them, and sure. I, I probably have a couple of years of that before they really go their separate ways, and they're in different states. You will states. not regret it. I'm telling you. You will not. And then I'll regroup mm-hmm. and figure out what I'm going to do next. Okay. Yeah. I, I kind of figured we'd see more of you, and I think I think we will, and, and you don't have to do anything right now. Um, let me ask you, uh, this. I brought this in because I'd save this. Sure. The uh, architect's rendition of what's going to the building we're sitting in right now yeah the broad street project uh, in two three years we mm-hmm. probably won't we won't be here we're right. going to build the station anew uh you've seen this I and have. i'm sure it will be redrawn a yes, lot sir. of times yes sir i think a couple of councilmen said they didn't want so many rental units they wanted more residential units right this was in the uh tuesday edition april 19th 2022 and it's on the front page developers pitch a pitch plan to city leaders what do you th- how do you feel about it i mean I, I know you don't have a voice much longer but yeah you know. so i love that project and um, right part of it you know by my own admission i'm a little bit uh biased because i live downtown sure and i like the sure. idea of the investment downtown where i live right um i think that um project as it uh re- will 
potentially will revitalize some of downtown. Right. Certainly yeah. when you talk about in conjunction with the daylighting of uh, the creek across sure. the street. Right. Yeah. Um, we're in the process of acquiring that property as we speak. That'll sort of add right. a, a beautification to Broad Street and get rid of some of those businesses that sit right on the road. Right. Um, of course, we will compensate those businesses for that, which we're in sure. the process of doing. But This one right here, as a matter of fact, right. you have to take over the building but, because WGNS does own this building. Correct. Yeah. Yep. So. But, you know, I, I think if we can, uh, there's been a lot of conversation, and, you know, Austin and Carolyn, if they're still listening, yeah. uh, we had a very, um, I don't want to call it heated, but certainly um, – strong discussion about apartments related to tdk's yeah. uh, medical center project mm-hmm. last week right and um you know I, I have i think a little bit different view of that than the mainstream view of apartments generally speaking right um the reason i mention that is because there are apartments several hundred apartments in that proposal for downtown 340 yeah so yeah. i think that's a great thing um and mm, okay uh, you, you, know, you think the apartment thing is all right? I mean, yeah. I think we underestimate um, people's interest in having um, a higher end rental type, um, you know, living arrangement. I think the amenities in many cases that come with apartments, the walkability that people are looking for, you, you know, Murfreesboro is continuing to change where. You know, I am not interested in a rural subdivision where you come in one or two entrances and they're all residential houses and we're fighting for the biggest yard we can get. Right. I ain't got no interest in that whatsoever. You know, I I live downtown. Right. Um, The gentleman that was here, you know, um, and and Chuck Chuck was talking about his son and the speed limits. Right. Well, you know, Lytle, um, I'm not sure what the speed limit is on Lytle. You know, I'm not either. But it's a freeway. Um, I know, man. But that's, that's a little bit like downtown living right i mean it's we have sidewalks and and people speed and you know so i I like the walkability of downtown i think that project you know if you add 350 more doors to the downtown corridor restaurants retail it helps support all of that um this is supposed to have a hotel with it too hotel mm -hmm. right it's part of the concept condominiums are supposed to be part of the concept Uh, i'd love to buy one of the condominiums um and live Mm -hmm. there i'd love to have a condominium now I don't want right. to give up my pool just yet, but uh, <laughs> but at some point I might do that. Well, so, before you do, call me over. I'd like to yeah, try that. I, pool. I was I, in the I'm pool. Gonna... You made me get out to do this. <laughs> so, but he was really worried I was going to jump in the pool. Well, I just you said you wanted to, and I wasn't going to tell you no. You're my guest. So, I mean, just jump on in, big boy. If you want to get in the pool, get in the pool. <laughs> well, that's what I tell him. We, the wife and I, were in. Um, Panama City last week. Oh, that's a good place. And yeah, and uh, we've got a condominium. We're staying down there, and uh, it's so tough for me being out on the beach because all the kids go, you know, get him back in the water. He's gonna <laughs> die. You know, <laughs> and, you know uh, it's 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 not fun, man. Uh, uh, that's good stuff, <laughs> Ronnie. I just thank you so much. You've got so many fans. I want you to know you've got some fans out there. Well, I people, appreciate that. You know, and. Uh, because you're a reasonable man, yeah. and that's that's wonderful, and a great family, and just uh, you know. Uh, now, of course, you're a full time banker, though. Yes, I mean, sir. so yep. hopefully, uh, you've learned how to balance that a little bit. But uh, you know, if you do get back into this political thing, to some to some degree, yeah, I think it's easier once you've spent, um, once you have had the opportunity to serve and ran a campaign and been elected and been an elected official. 
Um, there are certain things you can do, and I can remember Shane talking about this, the mayor, Shane McFarland, right. that uh, it, it gets easier to manage that. And he's right. Um, he's right. Yeah, you've got to learn, learn the ropes. I yep. have probably a dozen email templates that mm-hmm. uh, were related to anything from traffic to taxes that uh, you save those because normally you get the same emails over and over. Um, right. And yeah. so I can kind of modify the email that I have to fit the you know the the email that comes in from someone to right without having to recreate the wheel every single time it comes in which can be time consuming but uh you know professionally um i'm really looking forward to being able to give full time to both my family and and my work i enjoy my work very much and right um if an opportunity to serve comes back around then uh i I would certainly consider that too well the opportunities are here not only for the city but for the county too Mm -hmm. you never know i mean Never know what, what's coming your way. But uh, we do appreciate what you're doing. Like I said, I don't have a dog in the hunt because I don't, wasn't yep. able to vote for any of you being out in the county. But I know it can, you know, it's kind of like uh, Chuck and I were talking before before you came in. It's like when they decided I decided to do this show nine years ago this weekend. Wow. It's exactly nine years I've been here. It's But it's a, it's, it's a demand on you. Yeah, sure. It's not really a demand. I enjoy doing it. But it's a commitment you yeah, make. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And I think yours was every Thursday night at least. Yep. Not to mention if you had committee meetings or something, something was up or somebody wants to come to, you know, why didn't you fix that pothole in my front, out in my yard there? You know, you got to listen to all that. But, and that's part of it. You well, know, but. I will tell you this too, and for the candidates that are listening, uh, since one of the things we're talking about, I mean, we have, uh, is it seven running? Um, seven, I believe. Yeah. Yes. So one of the things I did, and it helped me so much, was uh, infrastructure was very important to me. Right. And so, um, you know, I would define that as electricity, water, um, as you know, in addition to the airport, which is also infrastructure. Exactly. And so, um, which has just undergone a facelift. It, it has, and I will tell you that um, it's very hard to know what's going on because there's so much going on in the city right. that I would attend those meetings very, very regularly. So the electric department, while we had one, which we don't anymore, right? Uh, the water department meetings, the uh, airport meetings, very regularly, if not all the time i was at those meetings and so right um i was very much vested in those and the reason i did that is i had the opportunity to hear those things twice because everything that was talked about in those committee meetings ended up coming to the city council right so i got to hear it twice i had an opportunity to get an early start on some of that stuff right and it was just very educational for me um sure it would be and 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 it all tied together i felt like so um I, the other, I guess, the reason I mentioned that for council members or perspe- prospective candidates, um, reading the agenda, we generally we get the agenda two days before uh, a council meeting. Right. Um, really hard to be prepared if you're only going to wait for the agenda to come out, read the agenda, and then expect to contribute. Sure. Uh, really hard to, really hard to make that work. So. Um, be around, be engaged, um, you know, be connected to the community, be available to people in the community. That's one of the things that I've tried to do very well. Right. um, Just be available. And, you know, this guy, I'm telling you, you can go right on over. You can can go, a lot of time you can catch him on his front porch. 
Yeah, but you're gonna miss out on that now. So he'll he'll be out back in the pool. Yeah, but <laughs> until it gets cold anyway, Ed, I'll go back out front when it gets cold. <laughs> Ronnie Martin, thank you so much. You know, I think My you need to tell with this broadcast tonight. You've got some fans out there, folks. We're gonna get out of here and let Bill get in here and do his thing. After a while, I Ed Raymer for the Edmund Lee Raymer Show. Thanks again to Ronnie. Thanks to Chuck Isbell. And till next Sunday, I'll catch you down the road. Good night.